إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد سنأورن دشابتا قول الله تعالى وَلَئِنْ أَذَقْنَاهُ رَحْمَةً مِنَّا مِنْ بَعْدِ ذَرَّاءَ مَسَّتْهُ لَيَقُولَنَّ هَذَا لِي وَلَئِنْ أَذَقْنَاهُ رَحْمَةً مِنَّا مِنْ بَعْدِ ذَرَّاءَ مَسَّتْهُ لَيَقُولَنَّ هَذَا لِي Chapter regarding the ayah that if we were to give them some mercy after some harm had come to them, they would say this is for me, meaning that a person does not demonstrate his gratitude to Allah. And that is what this particular chapter is regarding. Regarding demonstrating gratitude and thankfulness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the blessings that have been bestowed upon you. Because showing gratitude to Allah showing your thankfulness to Allah for the blessings that have been given to you, then that is a sign upon the perfection of your tawheed. A sign upon the perfection of your tawheed, that you show your gratitude to Allah for the blessings you've been given. This chapter then begins with that particular ayah, saying, in أَذَقْنَاهُ Meaning that if the person was given some mercy, if the person was giving some mercy, <coughs> some good health, <coughs> some riches, something else that is from the goodness that he desires, after some harm had been upon him, if we were to give him that goodness, something that he desires from the good, after some harm may have been upon him prior to that, then he forgets about the harm that he was upon, and he forgets where this blessing has come to him from. And he begins to say, this is for me, this is mine, the blessing has come to him now, and he forgets where it has come to him from. He was in that state of difficulty, in that state of hardship, in that problem that he was in. Then the goodness comes to him, the blessing comes to him. But he forgets. And he's negligent of where this blessing has come from. Who this blessing has come from. He becomes negligent of that and he forgets that. And he starts to think that this blessing has come to him because of his own doing that he has brought this blessing about for himself. He has earned this blessing and this goodness for himself. So he begins to think in this corrupted manner. So he says, This is for me. And he does not thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He thinks it is from himself. This is from myself. That I have earned this blessing for myself. I have brought about this goodness for myself. 
بل ينسب هذه النعمة إليه هو وإلى كده وكسبه and so he begins to associate this blessing to himself to his own actions and to his own abilities <coughs> and to what he has acquired for himself he thinks or he begins to associate and ascribe this blessing to his fathers or his forefathers and he does not ascribe the blessing to Allah ويظن أن ما في يده إنما هو بحوله وقوته فيقول هذا لي فلا يشكر الله ويعترف بنعمته بل ينسب هذه النعمة إليه هو وإلى كده وكسبه أو إلى آبائه وأجداده قال مجاهد هذا بعملي وأن مح وأنا محقوق به It is like people they say when a blessing comes to them this is due to my skill, my work, my actions. I have brought about this blessing for myself and I am deserving of it. وَأَنَا مَحْقُوقٌ بِهِ That I am deserving of this blessing which has come to me. So it is as if he thinks that he has been able to bring about and cause this blessing to occur for himself. And he neglects that in reality these blessings are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon him. وَقَالَ ibn Abbas, ibn Abbas رضي الله عنهما said, يُرِيد مِنْ عِنْدِي That what he intends by that is to say that this blessing is from myself, that I have earned this blessing for myself, I deserve this blessing from my own Actions and I have brought it about for myself, and that is from the ignorance of the individual. وَقَوْلُهُ إِنَّمَا أُوتِيتُهُ عَلَى عِلْمٍ عِنْدِي Where Allah mentions in the Quran that they say I have been given this due to my knowledge, due to my knowledge of the affairs and my actions and what I did and my skills, I have earned this blessing. قال قتاده على علم مني بوجوه المكاسب that some of them they think it is the blessing has come to them due to their skill and their expertise in this field of work that they do they think they are skilled in that work and they've been able to do the good business and they've earned these blessings for themselves now وقال آخرون على علم من الله أني له أهل. Some of them say I've been given this blessing because it is known to Allah that I deserve it. It is known to Allah that I deserve it, so I've been given this blessing. وهذا معنى قولي مجاهد أوتيته على شرف. And that is the meaning of the statement of مجاهد. Where he said that I have been given this due to my nobility. I've been given this due to my honor and my status and my rank and my nobility. Rather, this is all incorrect. And a person should not be upon this type of thinking. Rather, as Allah said, وَمَا بِكُمْ مِن نِعْمَةِ فَمِنَ اللَّهِ Whatever you have from the blessings, then they are from Allah. Whatever you have from the blessings, 
Then they are from Allah. قال العلماء هذه الأقوال لا تنافي لا تنافي بينها. These statements, there is no contradiction between them. They are all explaining the same type of point, where a person basically forgets and neglects or rejects that these blessings are from Allah and instead begins to associate them to his own skill, to his own ability, to what he has acquired for himself, then this is an error in his understanding. Because indeed Allah has mentioned, وَمَا بِكُمْ مِنْ نِعْمَ فَمِنَ اللَّهِ That whatever blessing you have, then indeed it is from Allah. Hence the scholars they say, that to show your gratitude, for a blessing that you have been given, there are three things that you should do. Firstly, الاعتراف بالقلب To acknowledge in your heart, to understand and to acknowledge in your heart that this is a blessing from Allah. Secondly, al lisan <coughs> To thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon your tongue with your remembrance and your uh, uh, remembrance of Allah in the various applications, etc. Thirdly, al-amalu bil-jawarih fi ibadah fi ibadatillah. Thirdly, to act and do worship upon your limbs physically in worship to Allah. So to acknowledge the blessing in your heart, to show your gratitude upon your tongue with your remembrance of Allah, and to show your gratitude upon your limbs with physical worship to Allah. These are all from the types of showing your gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Here now, there is a narration from Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu. And it is a famous narration, a famous hadith that speaks about the leper and the bold man and the blind man. The one who had leprosy, the one who was bold, and the one who was blind. In this story, in this narration, which is regarding these three men from Bani Israel, عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه إن ثلاثا من بني إسرائيل بنو إسرائيل هم ذرية يعقوب وإسرائيل معناه عبد الله. So these are from the progeny of Yaqub. Who was the son of hmm? Ishaq, the son of Ibrahim. So Bani Israel, that is who it is referring to here. And these men were from Bani Israel. And this narration tells of what occurred with these three men in terms of a test. Allah placed upon them a test. One of these men, he was the Abras. والأبرس من أصيب بالبرس وهو داء يصيب الجلد فيتحول إلى أبيض كريه المنظر وهذا المرض لا يمكن علاجه في الطب البشري 
ولذلك كان من معجزة عيسى عليه الصلاة والسلام أنه يبرئ الأبرص والأكمه ويحيي الموتى بإذن الله وهذا ما لا يقوى عليه الطب البشري So the first individual in this narration he had leprosy Leprosy which causes a disease of the skin Changes and alters the skin and the coloration of the skin The first individual had this disease of leprosy And it is mentioned from the miracles of Isa salam that Allah bestowed upon him was that he could cure the leprosy. He would cure the people with the leprosy. So this first individual, he had leprosy. The second one, وَأَقْرَعْ وَهُوَ الَّذِي لَا يَنْبُتُ لِرَأْسِهِ شَعْرٍ لِأَنَّ هَذَا شَعْرِ الَّذِي يَنْبُتْ عَلَى رَأْسِ فِيهِ فَوَائِدْ عَظِيمَةِ مِنْهَا الْجَمَالِ وَمِنْهَا مَنَافِعْ صِحِّيَّةِ وَغَيْرِ ذَلِكَ فَمَنْ فَقَدَ شَعْرَ الرَّأْسِ فَإِنَّهُ يَفْقُدْ مَنَافِعَ كَثِيرَ أَعْظَمُهَا الْجَمَالِ وَيُسْبِحُ كَرِيهَ الْمَنْظَرِ The second individual, he had lost all of his head hair. He had lost all of his head hair and he was bold. The third individual, Al-A'ma, the blind one. He was the blind one. Allah Jalla wa'ala yusafu na'am. فَهُوَ الَّذِي ذَهَبَ بَصَرُهُ كُلُّهُ أما الذي ذهب منه بصر عين واحدة فهذا يسمى أعور The person who loses both of his eyesight from both eyes And that is the blind one So this third individual he was blind فأراد الله أراد الله أن يبتليهم فبعث إليهم ملكا Allah wanted to test these three people So he sent an angel to them فَأَتَى الْأَبْرَسِ So then this angel came to the one with the leprosy. فَقَالْ أَيُّ شَيْءٍ أَحَبُّ إِلَيْكَ What is the most beloved thing to you? What is the most beloved thing to you? قَالْ He said, لَوْنٌ حَسَنٌ وَجِلْدٌ حَسَنٌ وَيَذْهَبُ عَنِّي أَلَّذِي قَدْ قَذَرَنِي النَّاسُ بِهِ He said the most beloved thing to me would be to have good coloration. To have good color. Because the leprosy distorts the color of the skin. He said to have good color and to have beautiful skin. And that this disease which the people find disgusting in me, that it be removed from me. قَالْ فَمَسَحَهُ So the angel wiped him. مَسَحَ عَلَى هَذَا الْأَبْرَسِ فَبَرِئَهُ When the angel wiped over him, مَسَحَهُ فَذَهَبَ عَنْهُ قَذْرُ This disease that he had, <coughs> this ill appearance that he had, it disappeared. By the command of Allah, the angel wiped him and that disappeared from him. فَأُعْطِيَ لَوْنًا حَسَنًا وَجِلْدًا حَسَنًا So he was given beautiful color and beautiful skin. Then, قَالْ فَأَيُّ الْمَالِ أَحَبُّ إِلَيْكَ Then the angel said to him, What is the most precious wealth to you? What is the most beloved of wealth to you? قَالَ لِبِلْ He said, Camels. Or البقر شك إسحاق. Or he said cows. There's a, a doubt from the narrator. So he said camels or perhaps cows. 
in terms of the most beloved wealth to him. He said either camels or cows, depending on the doubt of the narrator upon that. So he was given a pregnant camel, which was to the later stages of pregnancy. Naqatan Ushra Al Ushra Hiyal Hamil Alati Tamalaha Thamaniya to Ashur. Pregnant that has gone beyond eight months of pregnancy. Lianaha Anfus Al Anfas Al Amwal. Because those camels they were from the most precious of wealth. They were from the most valuable of wealth. Allah mentioned in the Quran, وَإِذَا الْعِشَارُ عُطِّلَتْ عِنْدَ قِيَامِ السَّاعَةِ يَظْهِلُونَ فَيَتْرُكُونَ أَنفَسَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَيَعْطِلُونَهَا مِنْ شِدَّةِ الْهَوْلِ On the day of judgment, they will abandon these camels because of the terror which occurs. But otherwise, these are from the most valuable of the things that they used to consider to have value. So he was given this pregnant camel. And of course, that pregnant camel will then give birth and more reproduction will occur. So he will end up with a lot of wealth. The second individual, Then the angel came to the one who was bold. So he said to him, Which affair is the most beloved to you? What is the affair that is most... <coughs> <coughs> Beloved to you. Qala lawnun hasanun. He said to have the beautiful skin or the color. To have the beautiful color. Lawnun hasanun. Wa sha'arun hasanun. And to have the beautiful hair. Wa yadhhabu anni alladhi qadirani nasu bihi. And that this disease or this illness or this appearance which has occurred to me, that it goes from me. Because the people, they were looking bad on him for this appearance of his like that. So he said, I want this to go away from me and to have good appearance and color and, and skin and uh, uh, or hair. To have the good hair. So the angel wiped upon him and this disease or this, what the people looked bad on him for, found disgusting from him, it disappeared. And he was given beautiful hair. فقال, then the angel said to him, أَيُّ الْمَالِ أَحَبُّ إِلَيْكَ What wealth is most beloved to you? What wealth is most beloved to you? قال البقرة أو الإبل Again he said either cows or camels. فَأُعْطِيَ بَقَرَ حَامِلًا قال بَارَكَ اللَّهُ لَكَ فِيهَا He was given a pregnant cow. And again, the angel said to him, May Allah bless you in this. Just as the angel had said to the previous one too. When giving him the camel, May Allah bless you in this. Here again, he gave him the cow now, and said, May Allah bless you in this. Make this wealth of yours blessed for you. Then after that, فَأَتَى الْأَعْمَى Then he came to the blind one. فَأَتَى الْأَعْمَى فقال, and he said to him, أَيُّ شَيْءٍ أَحَبُّ إِلَيْكَ <coughs> What is 
the most beloved thing to you. قال يرد الله إلي بصري فأبصر به الناس. He said that Allah returned my eyesight to me so I can see the people. فَمَسَحَهُ فَرَدَّ اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِ بَصَرَهُ So he wiped him and Allah returned to him his eyesight. قَالْ فَأَيُّ الْمَالِ أَحَبُّ إِلَيْكِ He said, what is the most beloved wealth to you? قَالْ الْغَنَمْ He said, the sheep. فَأُعْطِيَ شَاتًا وَالِدًا So he was given uh, a sheep that had already given birth to its offspring. So all of them were given what they desired in terms of their deficiencies being removed. The first one leprosy, the second one the boldness, the third one the eyesight, blindness. And they were all given a wealth that they wanted. Camels, cows, sheep. These were the items of value and wealth. So they were given... The beauty that they desired, the deficiencies removed, and they were given wealth. Notice how in the first individual, when the angel said to him, what is the thing that is most beloved to you? He said, the beautiful skin. The second one said again, the beautiful hair. The third one said simply, eyesight. Didn't say, I want to have the powerful eyesight, the beautiful best eyesight. He just said, as long as Allah can return my eyesight to me. Any eyesight, as long as I can see. So that already indicates to you, already indicates the humble nature of the third one. The modesty of the third one, the humility of the third one, compared to the first two. So then the narration goes on to say, The first two then, they reproduced and the third one reproduced. فَكَانَ لِهَذَا وَادٍ مِنَ الْإِبْلِ وَلِهَذَا وَادٍ مِنَ الْبَقَرِ وَلِهَذَا وَادٍ مِنَ الْغَنَمِ So the first man ended up with a whole f- a valley full of camels. The second one ended up with a whole valley full of sh- uh, cows. And the third one ended up with a whole valley full of sheep. So they got the deficiencies removed. And they had huge amounts of wealth now too. Valleys full of camels and cows and sheep. And that was from the blessing. The angel made dua for all of them. Angel made dua for the first one. May Allah bless you in the camels. Made dua for the second one. May Allah bless you in the cows. Made dua for the third one. May Allah bless you in the sheep. And so that blessing occurred. And they multiplied and they ended up with huge amounts of wealth. With regards to these animals that they had. قَالْ ثُمَّ إِنَّهُ أَتَى الْأَبْرَسْ فِي سُورَتِهِ وَهَيْئَتِهِ فَقَالْ رَجُلٌ مِسْكِينٌ وَابْنُ سَبِيلٍ قَدْ انْقَطَعَتْ بِيَ الْحِبَالِ فِي سَفَرِي فَلَا بَلَاغَ لِيَ الْيَوْمِ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ ثُمَّ بِكَ أَسْأَلُكَ بِالَّذِي أَعْطَاكَ اللَّوْنَ الْحَسَنْ وَالْجِلْدَ الْحَسَنْ وَالْمَالِ بَعِيرًا أَتَبَلَّغُ بِهِ فِي سَفَرِي Then the angel came to the first man who used to be the leper, came to him in that type of appearance. Came to him in that type of appearance. Because the angels, they can change their appearances. 
So he came in that type of appearance as a poor man in poverty, miskeen, coming and showing this individual that he's got nothing on him. He's a traveler and he says to him that my provisions for traveling, they've run out or I've lost them. Uh, I don't have any ability to carry on and get back to my people. I'm stranded. He came to him and he said, basically, I'm stranded. I've lost my provisions, my uh, uh, the equipment, etc., whatever that I had for traveling. It's gone, it's finished, I've lost it. I'm stranded, so to speak. So, then he says to him, I ask you, I ask you, in the name of the one, i.e. by Allah, I ask you by Allah, the one who gave you this beautiful skin, and gave you this beautiful color, and gave you all of this wealth, valley full of camels, that you give me just one camel, allow me to just take one camel, so that I can use that to get back to my people. Otherwise I'm stranded, it's too far to walk, I've lost all my other provisions, so allow me to have just one camel. I ask you in the name of the one who gave you this beautiful skin, beautiful appearance, all of this wealth, Allow me to take just one camel so I can get back to my people. Notice he didn't say, give me the best camel. The best or the biggest or the fastest. Just said any camel. Just give me one camel. Could be the worst one. Just give me one camel I can get along with into my journey and get back to my people. So notice, when the angel, in the appearance of this man stricken in poverty, said to him this, he said it to him, he said it to him in a way whereby he reminded the man of the blessings he'd been given. He said, I ask you in the name of the one who gave you this beautiful skin, gave you this beautiful appearance, gave you all of this wealth. So he reminded him of all of the blessings in the question he's about to ask. So that the person now is upon remembrance of all of the blessings. Then after having reminded him of all of the blessings he was given, he says, I ask you one camel only. Let me just take one. All of these blessings you've been given, let me just take one. So then what does the man say? He says, فَقَالْ الْحُقُوقُ كَثِيرًا He said, the rights upon me are so many. يعني أن الحقوق التي علي كثيرة وينفد المال لو أعطيتك it's as if the man was saying to him now, but I have so many responsibilities, so many rights. If I was to give you one of the camels, I'd be struggling. My wealth would run out, it would depreciate. I have so many rights and things I have to do. If I give you one, it's going to cause me problems. My wealth will depreciate. It will run out. So he said, I have so many rights upon me. I have so many rights upon me. وَأَعْطَيْتُ هَذَا مِمَّنْ لَهُمْ عَلَيَّ حُقُوقٌ وَهَذَا اعْتِذَارٌ مِنْهُ so he was excusing himself, saying, but I have so many rights upon me with this wealth, I can't give one to you. If I was to do that, it would depreciate, I would be in loss with the amounts of rights I have to fulfill with all of this. So he was making his excuses not to give him anything. فَقَالَ لَهُ يعني الملك قَالَ لَهُ the angel then said to him, after realizing he's not going to give him anything, despite the fact all of this was blessings upon him from Allah, 
He didn't do anything. He was all given to him as blessings. And he won't even give one up. So then the angel says to him when realizing that from him, I think I know you. It's as if I know you. أَلَمْ تَكُنْ أَبْرَسْ يَقْذِرُكَ النَّاسِ فَقِيرًا فَأَعْطَاكَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلَ الْمَالِ Were you the one who was a leper? The people used to find you disgusting due to it. And you were in poverty. And then Allah gave you all of this wealth. فقال, so then the man replied. He said, إِنَّمَا وَرِثْتُ هَذَا الْمَالِ كَابِرًا عَنْ كَابِرًا he said, huh? I got all of this money inherited. All of this wealth, I inherited it. It was an inheritance. I took it from my elders, from my elders. وَرِثْتُ هَذَا الْمَالِ كَابِرًا عَنْ كَابِرًا يعني هذا ليس بمال جديد كما تقول بل هو معي من قديم ومع آبائي من قبل So he began to say to the angel, No, it's not like that. As if to deny what the angel had just told him now. That weren't you the poor one and then you were given all these blessings. He said, no, no, this wealth, I got it long time ago. My forefathers, it was passed down to me all of this wealth and these camels. Not like you're saying I got it just now as a blessing. This was passed on to me, it's my wealth, it's in my family. That's what he began to say to him. فَدَعَى عَلَيْهِ الْمَلَكِ So then the angel made dua against him. دَعَى عَلَيْهِ الْمَلَكِ قَالْ إِن كُنْتَ كَاذِبًا if you are lying, فَصَيَّرَكَ اللَّهُ إِلَى مَا كُنْتَ If you're lying, then may Allah return you back to how you used to be. Then, he left. قَالْ الْأَقْرَعَ Then the angel came to the one who used to be bold. فِي سُورَتِهِ In his appearance. And he did the same again. فَقَالَ لَهُ مِثْلُ مَا قَالَ لِهَذَا وَرَدَّ عَلَيْهِ مِثْلَ مَا رَدَّ عَلَيْهِ هَذَا he went and did the same to the one who was bold. In a state of poverty, in a state as if he is stricken, stranded, comes along in that miskeen appearance, saying to him, by the one who gave you this beautiful skin, and gave you all of this wealth, reminding him of the blessings. Allow me to take just one cow. I'm stranded, I need to get back to my people, I've run out of all of my supplies. Give me one, any one. So I can use it, ride on it, etc. Get back to my people. <coughs> this one said the same. He said, I can't. I have too many rights upon me. Al-huququ kathira. Too many rights with this wealth. I need to do this. I need to do that. I can't just hand over one. So then the angel says to him the same. Ka'anni a'rifuka. I know you, don't I? Aren't you the one who used to be bold and you used to be in poverty and then Allah gave you that beauty and Allah gave you all of that wealth? He then rejects that claim. He says, no, no, this again, I inherited it from my forefathers. What do you mean? This wealth, I took it from my forefathers, inherited it. So again, the angel said to him, made dua against him, if you are lying, then may Allah return you to how you used to be. Then the angel goes to the third one, who was the blind one, and does the same again. أَتَى الْأَعْمَى فِي سُورَتِهِ فَقَالْ رَجُلٌ مِسْكِينٌ وَابْنُ السَّبِيلِ رَجُلٌ مِسْكِينٌ وَابْنُ السَّبِيلِ قَدْ انْقَطَعَتْ بِيَ الْحِبَالِ فِي سَفَرِي فَلَا بَلَاغَ لِيَ الْيَوْمَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ ثُمَّ بِكِ He says, I'm a miskeen individual, I'm traveling, all of my provisions, my supplies have run out. 
for my journey and there's no way I can get back today except with the help of Allah and then from you. There's no way I can get back now except with the aid of Allah and then your aid. Then your aid after that. أَسْأَلُكَ بِالَّذِي رَدَّ عَلَيْكَ بَصَرَكَ I ask you in the name of the one who returned your eyesight to you. I.e. I ask you by Allah, the one who returned your eyesight to you. شَاتَنَ تَبَلَّغُ بِهَا فِي سَفَرِي One sheep that I can use to get along in my journey, help me put my bag on it, travel with it, etc. Help me along to get back to my people. فَقَالْ <coughs> He said, yes, I was blind. I used to be blind. And Allah returned my eyesight to me. So take whatever you want. I was blind and Allah returned my eyesight to me. So take whatever you want. That by Allah, I will not prevent you from taking anything which I was given from Allah. I will not prevent you from taking anything from this wealth, all of it which was a blessing upon me from Allah anyway. I will not prevent you from taking anything from that. It is not my wealth. He affirms, acknowledges, this isn't my wealth. It was all a blessing from Allah. I was blind. Allah returned my eyesight to me. All this wealth, it was given to me as a blessing. So by Allah, I will not prevent you from taking what you require. That's what he says to him. So then after he says that to him, the angel then says to him, فَقَالَ لَهُ الْمَلَكِ أَمْسِكْ عَلَيْكَ مَالَكِ He says to him, keep it. Keep your wealth. I don't really need anything. Keep your wealth. فَإِنَّمَا بْتُلِيتُمْ because what has happened is, you've all been tested. Keep your wealth. Not in need of it. What has happened here, the angel tells him now, is that you have all been tested. You have all been tested. فَقَدْ أَوْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْكَ وَسَخِطَ عَلَى صَاحِبَيْكَ And indeed, the result of this test is, that Allah is pleased with you, but He is displeased with your two companions. The one who was bold and the one who was a leper. Allah is pleased with you, but He is displeased with your two companions, angered upon your two companions, due to them having rejected the blessings of Allah upon them. They rejected the blessings. They began to claim it is their own, it is their forefathers. There are too many rights, they cannot give anything. Rejected that these blessings occurred to them and began to associate those blessings to themselves. So Allah is angered at those two, but He was pleased with the blind one. فَهَذَا الْأَعْمَى فَازَ بِرِضَ اللَّهِ وَسَلِمَ عَلَيْهِ مَالُهُ أَمَّا أُولَٰئِكَ فَعَاقَبَهُمُ اللَّهُ وَسَخِطَ عَلَيْهِمْ وَهَذِهِ نَتِيجَةُ الْإِبْتِلَاءِ وَالْإِمْتِحَانِ So this third one, he was safe. And his wealth, he kept it. But the other two, they were punished. And Allah's anger was upon them. And Allah was displeased with them and their behavior. So this was the result of this particular test that was carried out upon them. This trial that was carried out upon them. 
وهذا عام في كل من كفره نعمة الله ومن شكر نعمة الله and this principle applies to everyone in that type of scenario everybody who denies and rejects the blessings of Allah upon him then Allah will be displeased with that person and punishment may overcome that person and everybody who accepts the blessings of Allah and attributes them to Allah then that is the one whom Allah's pleasure is upon فَدَلَّتْ هَاتَانْ الآيتان وهذا الحديث العظيم على مسائل. So these ayat, the two ayat and this hadith, what are the benefits we can now take from them? Firstly, the first benefit, أن نسبة النعم إلى الله عز وجل توحيد. Attributing blessings. To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is from the perfection of your tawheed. It is an aspect of tawheed to recognize and acknowledge that the blessings you have, they are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon you. وَأَنَّ نِسْبَتَهَا إِلَى غَيْرِهِ شِرْكِ And associating, attributing the blessings to others besides Allah is a form of shirk. لَكِنْ إِنْ اِعْتَقَدَ أَنَّ غَيْرَهُ هُوَ الَّذِي أَوْجَدَهَا فَهُوَ شِرْكٌ أَكْبَرٌ If a person even went to the extent and believed that these blessings are derived and sourced from other than Allah, that they have come from other than Allah, believes that they are originated from other than Allah, that is major shirk. Major shirk if he believes that it is others besides Allah providing these blessings for him. وَإِنْ اِعْتَقَدَ أَنَّ غَيْرَهُ السَّبَبُ وَاللَّهُ هُوَ الَّذِي أَوْجَدَهَا لَكِنْ نَسَبَهَا إِلَى السَّبَبُ فَهُوَ شِرْكٌ أَصْغَرُ But if a person believes these blessings are from Allah, but it is due to some other secondary person or item, and therefore he attributes the blessings due to that other item, even though he believes overall it comes from Allah, then that will be minor shirk, because those blessings are still not attributable to others besides Allah. They are from Allah, then they are from Allah. It is not for you to now believe these other reasons and intermediaries are the cause of the blessing occurring from Allah. Rather, they are from Allah to you. So that would be a type of minor shirk. لِأَنَّهُ لَا يَجُوزُ النِّسْبَ إِلَى الْأَسْبَابِ Because you cannot attribute the blessings to the causes, to the reasons behind them. حَتَّى وَلَوْ كَانَتْ أَسْبَابًا صَحِيحًا Even if those reasons and causes are correct, you attribute the blessing to the Creator, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not to the means and the intermediaries and the causes behind those blessings. Allah said in the Qur'an, فَلَا تَجْعَلُوا لِلَّهِ أَنْدَادًا وَأَنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ Do not make partners alongside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whilst you are aware. Do not make partners alongside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that was mentioned, we mentioned this before, لِهَذَا مَرَّ بِنَ الْحَدِيثِ فَلَا تَجْعَلُوا لِلَّهِ أَنْدَادًا وَأَنْتُمْ تَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّهُ قَوْلُ الرَّجُلْ لَوْلَا كُلَيْبَةُ هَذَا لَأَتَانَ اللُّسُوسِ لَوْلَا الْبَطُّ فِي الدَّارِ لَأَتَانَ اللُّسُوسِ When people say, was it not for this dog, then the thieves would have come. Was it not for this duck, then the thieves would have come. And the ayah was mentioned, do not associate partners to Allah and you know. So do not attribute these affairs to the dog or to other uh, items. Attribute the affairs and what occurs. And the decree to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, these blessings that you get. Secondly, 
The second issue we benefit. Sometimes blessings can be a test. Blessings that you've been given, they can be a test and a trial upon you. Al-mas'alatu thaniya, anna al-ni'am wa niqam ibtila'un wa ikhtibarun min Allah. That blessings and difficulties, sometimes blessings, sometimes difficulties, they are all tests and trials that can be upon a person. Allah said in the Quran, وَنَبْلُوكُمْ بِالشَّرِّ وَالْخَيْرِ فِتْنَةَنَّ That we will test you with good and evil as a trial upon you. Or with evil and good as a trial upon you. الْمَسْأَلَةُ ثَالِثَةً أَنَّ اللَّهَ سُبْحَانَهُ أَعْطَى الْمَلَائِكَةَ الْقُدْرَةَ عَلَى التَّشَكُّلْ بِأَشْكَالٍ مُخْتَلِفَةً We benefited another benefit which is that Allah has given the angels the ability to take different appearances, to take different forms, that is possible for the angels and that is something benefited from this hadith. Al-Mas'alatu al-Rabi'ah Fi al-Hadith Dalilun ala mashru'iyyat Dhikr Qasasu al-Awwaleen Min bani Israel Wa ghayrihim Min ajl al-i'tibar Wal-i'ti'av Iza kanat al-Qasas sahiha The permissibility of narrating stories of the past If those stories are authentic And there is Benefit and admonition to take from them. Not narrating stories just for the sake of narrating stories, but narrating them to take admonition and benefit from. Al-Mas'alatul Khamisa Fi al-Hadith Dalilun ala anna man shakara ni'mat al-mal Ikhraj al-Hukuq al-Wajiba fihi min zakat wa it'am ja'ir wa kiswat a'ir o a'ar وَمَا أَشْبَهَ ذَلِكَ مِنَ الْحُقُوقِ الْوَاجِبَةِ وَالْحُقُوقِ الْمُسْتَحَبَّةِ وَأَنَّ الْبُخَلْ بِحُقُوقِ الْمَالِ مِنْ كُفْرِ النِّعْمَةِ The hadith also indicates that a person needs to thank Allah upon wealth by taking from that wealth and giving where it needs to be given. Like zakat or like upon charity when somebody needs it. These are all types of things that a person needs to do with his wealth to show the gratitude to Allah giving in charity from your wealth that you've been given. You've been given a lot of wealth, so you give some charity from it. Not just the zakat which is obligatory, but other charity. That is a sign of your gratitude to Allah for the wealth you've been given. A sign of the gratitude to Allah for the wealth you've been given, that you give some of it in charity for the sake of Allah, the one who gave it to you in the first place. Al-Mas'alatu Sadisa Fi al-Hadith Dalilun Ala Anna Al-Jaza' Min Jins Al-Amal فقد رضي الله عن هذا الأعمى بسبب إحسانه وسخط على صاحبيه بسبب بخلهما بحقوق الفقراء والمساكين. That the reward comes from the same type of action that you do. So Allah was pleased with the blind individual due to the goodness that he did, but Allah was displeased and angered <coughs> upon the other two due to their stinginess and miserliness with their wealth. المسألة السابعة فيه وصف الله جل وعلا بالرضا وسخط صفتان من صفاته اللائقة به سبحانه وتعالى ليس كرضا المخلوق ولا كسخط المخلوق Also we have here an affirmation of two attributes of Allah سبحانه وتعالى The attribute of uh, being pleased and the attribute of being displeased or angered Then these attributes are affirmed to Allah سبحانه وتعالى as they are befitting of His Majesty, and they are not comparable to the attributes of creation in any way. So that is the chapter regarding thanking Allah for the blessings that you have been given, showing gratitude to Allah for the blessings you have been given, 
and that doing so is from the perfection of your tawheed. And not doing so shows a deficiency in your tawheed. So that is the end of that chapter. That's where we'll conclude today. Next week, inshallah, at the same time, approximately quarter past seven, inshallah, we'll start with the next chapter. If there's any questions now, then we can try and take those. Otherwise, we'll conclude upon that for now. When you see the beggars on the streets, giving them, is that something that should be done in accordance to the type of thing we've studied in this narration? Now, it depends. Beggars on the streets these days, the reality, talk about the reality of the affair, what you see outside. Most of them, you give them some money, what are they going to buy with it? Alcohol, smokes, drugs, that's what they'll spend their money on. Or food for their dog. And then they'll buy some tiny bit for themselves as well to eat maybe. So really, I would say personally, if there was a beggar on the street, you see him homeless, begging, I wouldn't give him money. I would say to them, I'll buy you some food if you want. If you want food, I'll go buy you some food from the shop. A pound, buy some bread, buy this, buy that. Give it to him. But giving money to these people from the reality of the society we live in, that one pound you give him, that five pounds you give him, there is an overwhelming possibility, overwhelming, not definitive, but overwhelming, that some of that money you give him will go on to alcohol, it will go on to smoking cigarettes to buy, it will go on to those types of things. So the reality of these individuals from the overwhelming reality that we see around us is those types of affairs so i personally would say as a suggestion if somebody came across that situation they want to do goodness for the sake of allah then say to the individual i'll go buy you something from the shop if you want corner shop i'll buy you some bread i'll buy you a drink if you like and you'll see the reality if he says no you see the reality he wants the money to buy some alcohol he doesn't want bread he doesn't want a drink he wants alcohol he wants a cigarette those types of things are no good for that. So, I would say as a suggestion, if you are going to do that, you feel that this is something goodness you can do here, then the goodness I would say is better you say to the person, if you want, I'll buy you something from the shop right now, from the corner shop there if you like. And see his response. But I wouldn't give money. Just upon that suggestion, because the overwhelming ghalabat of dhan, from the money you give them, a portion of it will go towards the cigarettes he buys, goes towards the dog he buys for his food, uh, a food he buys for his dog, uh, to the cigarettes, to the alcohol. So I wouldn't do that, but I would offer the food if he wants it. And that has happened in the past. I'll tell you a true story. A few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, an individual saying he's Muslim, Allah alam, he said he's Muslim, came and gave the salam, everything outside the masjid in one of the cities. I was outside the masjid in one of the cities. Muslim came up, saying he's Muslim, salam, everything. And he said, uh, I'm, uh, I've been kicked out of my house. A couple of days ago, I was kicked out of my house by the landlord. I'm here as a foreign student studying. Uh, my visa application was in limbo. 
Some problems are happening with that at the moment. So it's not like I can even go to the government or anything. My visa issue is in limbo. I've been kicked out of my house now with my landlord and the visa and all these problems he started mentioning. He said, I do have some family though down in the Midlands, Birmingham or London or something. He said, I've got some family there though. If you could just maybe help me with 20 pounds to buy the train ticket, I can get to them, then I'll be sorted. Here I've been kicked out, I've got nothing, my application, my visa is all messed up. I can't do anything here, I need to get to my relative or whoever he is in Birmingham or some friends I've got. Just If you can help me with 20 pounds, just so I can buy the ticket, get down to Birmingham, I'll be able to sort myself out from there. So I said to the individual, this was outside the mosque, I said, no problem. Come into the masjid in half an hour when it's the prayer time. I'll buy the ticket for you online, print it out for you and give it to you. I'll buy the ticket online in our office in the computer, print it out for you. I'll purchase it with the card online, print out the ticket, take it to the station, you can get to Birmingham. What did the individual do next? Almost literally ran away. Oh, you, you don't want to help me there? You don't want to help me? And walked up. I said, what do you mean? I'm helping you. You want the ticket? Then come. We'll buy the ticket or print it off and I'll give it to you. Go to the bus station, get to Birmingham. The reality was he didn't want to buy any ticket. He didn't want to go to any place. It was all nonsense. He's just going around collecting money. Lying to you. The minute I said to him, if, we, if your story is all true, then surely you have no issue. I'm telling you now, half an hour the prayer, come in. We'll buy the ticket online, we'll print it off and we'll give it to you. They even drop you off at the bus station if you need to go. He didn't want it. Why all of a sudden now, after all that story, after all the story, the conclusion which was, I need a ticket to get to my family in Birmingham. No problem, we'll give you the ticket. We'll buy it for you online, print it for you, do everything for you. Take you to the station, drop you off if you want. Now all of a sudden, he doesn't want it. He started making some story, this, that, the other, like pretending, and walked off. As he was walking off, I said, where are you going? I thought you wanted the ticket, the ticket. And he just walked off, went, ran away. He knew he'd been caught. He knew that was nonsense. If we printed the ticket, put him in the car, took him to the bus station, he knew he wasn't going to do that. So, uh, no problem. You want to do some goodness, do the goodness. But use wisdom in the affair of how you do that goodness. So, we'll leave it there for tonight. Inshallah, we'll carry on next week.